Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, sexual content, homophobia, animal cruelty, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. I view the world through rose-colored eyeballs. I'm Adam. Well, yeah, it's like a pasta roller, but, well, just bring your foot over here and I'll show you how it works. I'm Sean. Four and a half inches? You'll never make a bride at this rate. I'm Andy. Now hold real still. You don't want me to miss. I'm Cobra, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Acid Pop, where today we're going to be talking about beauty trends and fashion. And oh, the beast. I'm so beautiful. Because I'm the woman on this podcast, so it's my <laughs> job to bring us back to pretty frilly things. <laughs> are you Are you telling me that rogue waves aren't pretty and frilly? <laughs> They're not nearly as uh, uh, brutal as fashion, at least. <laughs> Starting with etymology, does anyone want to tell me what the Latin word for fashion is? Fashionium. Fashionista. <laughs> Fashionus. Fascist. <laughs> It's fastionum. Always, I hardly do them. <laughs> which means a making or doing or a preparing. Huh. I'm a oh. preparing my clothes. <laughs> the word has evolved somewhat. You got make up. <laughs> and then for fear of fashion, we have uh, vestophobia, which is the irrational fear of clothing. Okay. Vests. V- vests specifically? No, clothing in general. <laughs> oh my God, it's so hot. and it's mostly from what i've uh seen or read about it it's more self-directed it's it's fear of wearing clothing okay than other people's clothing so that's what i always tell the cops (laughs) (laughs) no no no. i'm afraid of my clothes (laughs) i was in that uniform i was so scared officer thank god you're here (laughs) (laughs) they're in the back seat is a very high amount of anxiety from merely thinking of clothing, let alone actually wearing it. Huh. Wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> Tank top! <laughs> Honey, I had the dream again. <laughs> Moving on to our acid pop quiz. Going to do some true or false. True or false, Ben Franklin invented the bra class. So he could swiftly undo it. True. <laughs> <laughs> With a snap of his fingers. Uh, I'm gonna say false. He invented enough. I feel like I've heard this one, but a lot of things are attributed to him, so I don't know which ones are true, but I'll say it's true. This is false. Hey! It was actually Mark Twain. Oh, Oh, hey! (laughs) Good good job. I can Mark Twain right now. (laughs) I tell you about a toad before. (laughs) I'll call this one Huck and this one Tom. (laughs) So what he invented was called an adjustable and detachable elastic strap for vests, pantaloons, or other garments requiring straps. Said Twain, we can't fit that on the package. (laughs) Can we get an acronym? (laughs) Apparently, he really hated suspenders. 
and this oh. was his solution to keeping pants on. Ah, a oh. bra. The <laughs> bras well, for didn't, everyone. <laughs> they didn't take off for pants, but oh. they took off for bras. Like How that's that the work for pants. There would it, it was an attachable elastic with like a bra clasp, the different hooks, so you could put it onto buttons that would be sewn into your pants and then cinch oh. it tighter. So it's it called was, a belt, Twain. And it was like a rubber belt with bra clasps. <laughs> Next, from the 1940s to the 1960s, there was a law in New York requiring people to wear at least three articles of clothing that aligned with the gender they were assigned at birth. Really? This, is a, is true this sounds true. true or I don't false? Know. Oh, boy. wonder why that would be. I mean, I I'm going to say false because that was during World War II and they had the women working at the factories and they would wear pants. So I'm going to say false. And what the men get all confused. Yeah. Walking around in their war dresses while women wear their factory pants. <laughs> the world's all topsy-turvy. <laughs> the damn Nazis did this. <laughs> uh, I'll say true. Andy, I didn't catch yours. I said true. Okay. This is false-ish. Hey. So if you study queer history, you'll hear about the three articles rule a lot. And it was a thing in the 1940s to 1960s that the police used in the persecution of queer people, mm. but it was not a law. It mm. was just something they sort of came up with. Just a guideline. <laughs> just, just something we made up to persecute you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty this much. Fun? It was like a bigotry rule of thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Let's in- see, you're wearing one, two, two. <laughs> mm. I don't think a hat counts, so I'm going to get out my nightstick and just start swinging. <laughs> that hat is kind of androgynous. <laughs> What they actually used when they brought people to court for not looking feminine or masculine enough for their liking was old masquerade laws from the 1800s, which were written to keep farmers from dressing like Native Americans to fight off tax collectors. (laughs) What? These laws were basically against dressing in costume to commit a crime. (laughs) Look Um, at you there standing there like a male engine. (laughs) But they were used against the queer community. Now, Floyd, I told you to take off of that stuff. It's cultural appropriation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to take you in. No, call me Big Corn. Get off my land. (laughs) Next one. The world's longest wedding train was over a mile long. No way. Wedding train? Yeah, it's it's like the The veil that trails down and then. I'm, false has been doing me good. I'm going to keep it false. I'm just going to keep on saying true until something in this world is true. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kelly already established that some of the answers can be false-ish, so I'm going to say false-ish. <laughs> this is true. Oh, man. Ish. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding train was 8,095 meters or 26,559 feet. Whoa. That's like five miles. <laughs> <laughs> Bridezilla. It was constructed with the help of 15 volunteers who oh. spent two months stitching individual pieces of lace before sewing them all together to form a hole Holy crap. in a town known for lace making. <laughs> and was this person famous or just crazy? Well, that's why I say truish. It was a, like a publicity stunt. Uh. It was not used for a wedding. It was just made to p- make the record. It's funny. No one she got married in it. <laughs> The bride's out there. Looks like she's hauling a bus as she tries to walk. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's a mile long. Isn't it hard to move? It's going to break your neck. Well, you just have to move the front part. 
the friction alone. <laughs> Resistance training. And you're going to have kids hop on that thing. <laughs> you're going to have hop ons. Okay. Last of our true and false beetles are sold as jewelry in Mexico. True. True. I was going to say, I was going to make a Beatles joke. So I'm saying false. I'm not an earring. <laughs> so this is true. Hey. Macaque beetles have been sold as brooches since the 1980s. They're large, wingless, docile, which makes them ideal jewelry candidates, I guess. Um, <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> Wait, are they dead when they're jewelry? Oh, no. Oh, These are oh, live oh. beetles. Wow. I should have okay. specified. I, well, humane jewelry. So they're sometimes painted with jewels glued to them and yep. <laughs> a gold chain attached so they can be pinned to a person's shirt. A tiny leash and collar. <laughs> There's a Ew. story told about an ancient Mayan princess and her lover visiting her in the form of a beetle, but everyone's pretty sure this is just nonsense to sell <laughs> beetles to tourists. And they're living jewelry. <laughs> I'm a beautiful beetle princess. <laughs> and they can live about four years, but as jewelry, they live a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it brings down their life expectancy some. Can I cover you in beetles and charge Ooh. you for it? That's wow. kind of neat. I, I could get on board with that, except for the whole making them die faster. <laughs> and here's one being worn. Huh. I find that very distracting. Someone's jewelry was crawling around <laughs> their shirt the whole night. Does <laughs> anyone want to describe this beetle for our listening audience? It looks like it's bedazzled. It's been painted <laughs> gold, and they've gl glued some rhinestones and a chain on it. Chain on the butt. It's not like a nice call. Yeah. This beetle is a slave to fashion. <laughs> like a rhinestone I feel like beetle. You could, do, you could do better, though. Like, it's a it's a good beetle for jewelry, but, like, there's also other fancier beetles. Well, not interestingly, not beetles, but I did find stories about being chameleons being worn as jewelry what? in the U.S. in the 1890s. What? In the U.S.? Yeah, I think it was popular. I think it was New York again. But I couldn't find a single photo Huh. Uh, so in the I did the 1890s. Oh, why not? Oh, well, they had cameras. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the chameleons never showed up on film. <laughs> this is just uh, a person wearing nothing. Vampires. Yeah. The marketing was like they changed to match your outfit, <laughs> and they wore little collars and pinned them to like their clothes into pillows. Pinned Provided you're that... dressed as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a person with an affectation to convince everybody it was fashion. <laughs> Have you but seen apparently my they were eventually banned for cruelty. Hmm. Those cruel chameleons. They pinch you with their little hands. <laughs> little grabby hands. So let's do some definitions. What is a grabatologist? <laughs> They're going to jail immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand, ma'am. I'm a scientist. <laughs> it's for my research. Those are those New York police when they're like, I have to verify that you're not male. <laughs> a grabatologist is somebody who squeezes the boobs once they're in a bra to make sure that the bra is firm. Hmm. It is... Kevin Bacon from the first Tremors movie studying Graboids. <laughs> <laughs> They're tie collectors. What? Tie What's collectors? Tie collectors. Oh, tie. People co who collect ties are called grabatologists. Oh. Why are they autologists? They're not <laughs> scientists for collecting ties. <laughs> I study ties. <laughs> the mystery of this Tasmanian devil tie has still eluded me. <laughs> Piano key necktie. <laughs> Do you want to know why they're called power ties? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a very unintimidating Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what is your stick? <laughs> I make you look like a father. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's not cool anymore. <laughs> Ties are the most popular Father's Day gift. I learned that while researching this episode. What are fascinium? People who collect 
fasteners. Hmm. Well, fashionistas are people who are like at the forefront of fashion. So a fastenia must be like an apprentice fashionista. It's on the opposite side of the perineum. <laughs> yes, it's it's the anti-chode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let those two things touch. <laughs> it's a magic penis. What? Wow. <laughs> magic? Where do I get one? It was used by Romans to avert the evil eye. So they would wear them, especially children. On, <laughs> like, as amulets. What? And I'm going to send you a picture. Oh, you're going to say they were warm on their heads, and that's where we got the dickhead thing. <laughs> they went all in on the penis Uh-oh. imagery. A it's a penis with a penis unicorn. with a penis and wings. Whoa. Wow. wow. If I was evil, I'd be afraid. That's a terrifying <laughs> chimera. <laughs> oh, look, it likes you. I feel like you just get in the same room with that thing and you get pregnant. <laughs> they used them to decorate as well. So they were just everywhere. <laughs> hey, look, dick chimes. <laughs> oh, ring-a-ding dick. The first one looks like it'd be the size of a mouse, and I can't imagine seeing that thing crawling around your house. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to get the exterminator out here. They're all in the walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a telltale snail trail. <laughs> For our listeners, this is a flying brass penis with a tail that is also a penis, and it has a penis, and its feet appear to be penises <laughs> it pees to see <laughs> the romans were really into penises and erotic imagery they weren't the only ones <laughs> so much so that after pompeii was excavated they brought back a bunch of the stuff and like had it on display but then it was decided that it was too racy so they built a secret museum within the National Museum that an they adult put it museum. in, <laughs> um, in the Naples History Museum, and then they bricked it up because wow. they decided no one should be allowed to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> they buried in the ash of a volcano. You don't understand what no those people in Pompeii were into. <laughs> oh man! But eventually, they took the bricks out of the door, so now you can visit oh, the secret penis museum if you want to. It's still mostly bricked. <laughs> you can peer through. What are chopines? Those are trees that were planted by a famous composer. Yeah, I was going to say, is that composer? <laughs> chopine. <laughs> hey, y'all listen to Chopine? A series of incense that smell like evergreen. <laughs> These are ancient platform shoes. Oh. They were worn in the pitching. 16th century Venice by both men and women to keep out of the muck of the street. Because the oh. streets were gross. <laughs> by muck, you mean, you know. <laughs> but for women with their long dresses, things started to get a bit extreme. And these shoes started to reach over uh, a foot in height. Wow. They and call them the heel breaker. <laughs> <laughs> and so you had to walk with a, a cane or like a <laughs> servant holding you up. Yeah, it's like spotters <laughs> at northeast, west, and south. <laughs> Is it Mardi Gras around here? What's all the stilts? <laughs> It's like it's made of elephant bone. <laughs> yeah, that thing would be six inches deep and <laughs> piss of shit by the time you got It's like your regular height. <laughs> your servant's up to waist deep holding your hand. <laughs> I see you have half a servant with you today. <laughs> I'm feeling tidy and fine. He's still earning his shoes. <laughs> so finally, some short answer. What was the nickname for the high, heavily starched, detachable collars Worn by men in the 19th century. A dicky. <laughs> Razor tops. 
collar walls. Sean's closest. <laughs> they were called father killers. Oh, <laughs> father, my father killer. George Lucas is bad at these names. <laughs> they were so tight that they sometimes caused death by asphyxia. Wow. <laughs> Too much starch. <laughs> What are you doing? Go to work. It's a story of a man who suffered from an attack of indigestion, which caused slight swelling in his neck, and oh. then his collar choked him to death. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he tried to throw, throw up, but couldn't, so he exploded. <laughs> we Mr. Creosoted himself. And another man fell asleep in his collar, and his head, you know, leaned forward, and it cut <laughs> off oh, the air through his windpipe, and he died. Just like Jesus. His collar cut off his head. <laughs> just rolled forward <laughs> alright last quiz question what did women use to make their eyes more beautiful in renaissance Italy this is gonna be like mercury or something yeah I'm gonna say it's mercury mixed with, mixed with soot <laughs> <laughs> they did antimony in Egypt so I'll say antimony belladonna eye drops Ooh, belladonna. so the key ingredient here is atropine which dilates your pupils mm. it's actually in the eye drops they use to dilate your pupils today. Okay. So the look was wide, dark eyes. Very and shocked. And <laughs> completely unable to see. Yeah. <laughs> and the bad glasses you get from the optometrist. Yeah. Using them occasionally when you're at the optometrist to dilate your eyes is fine. Using them in heavy concentrations every few hours will yeah. eventually make you actually blind. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want your whole eye to look black. <laughs> you lose the ability to constrict your iris. Yeah. So they caused blindness eventually, and, and squinting, which was the opposite of what they were going for. <laughs> but they also caused fashion. Yep. Who's there? I'm too fashionable to see. <laughs> now we're getting into our stories, and I figured we'd just kick it off with the worst one and sort of wind down from there. Suspenders. <laughs> so we're going to talk about foot binding. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yes. Foot binding started as a practice in china in no one is really sure <laughs> they think it may have been as early as 600 ce but the earliest evidence they have of it is from 900 ce anyone want to guess when it was outlawed well there's pictures like three years ago yeah, 19 something <laughs> yeah it's like 1930s 1912 okay but it continued until the Communist Party took over uh -huh. and really came down hard on it. You don't understand. These are our feet. <laughs> <laughs> so what is foot binding? The phrase actually makes it sound less brutal than it is. <laughs> sure. It should be called foot breaking. Yeah. Let's say first get a meat tenderizer. <laughs> <laughs> the goal was to make a woman's foot as small as possible. The goal was less than four inches. Wow. Excuse? They were called golden lotuses. The broken feet? 10 centimeters. And they looked like this. God. This is a beautiful golden lotus. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Why are you Ugh. doing them in different threads? <laughs> I realized I was in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> and here's another one. An equally beautiful golden ah! lotus. Uh, the foot is holding itself. <laughs> <laughs> that foot looks like... It looks like you made a shoe out of a foot. Uh, <laughs> like you curled it up in on themselves and then like tacks the toes you, down. You can see the shoe on, behind it. It's so tiny. The toes are broken <laughs> and folded under. Ugh. And then the arch is broken. Oh. How was it done? It looks like, well, I know how it's done. Juji Ito made a hole just for your foot. Ah. <laughs> 
between the ages of three and five, oh, man. the girl's mother or grandmother would soak their feet, clip their nails, um, a pity. <laughs> and then break all their toes. Ah, oh, oh, this didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> My spa day. <laughs> to fold them under. And then God. it often was done in winter. To allow the cold to numb some of the excruciating pain. <laughs> it's nature's medicine. <laughs> Go stick your foot in the snow, darling. All the toes except the big toe were broken and folded under, and then they were bound in that position Ugh. to keep them from growing out. And then <laughs> somehow turning back into a foot. <laughs> they would have to keep doing it. Ugh. They had to change the bandages every couple weeks and keep breaking them and break the arch. Oh. To keep Ugh. folding the foot in on itself, and then once the little girl was old enough, she could do it for herself. Oh, and good! Break her own feet <laughs> into. You're independent now. <laughs> keep on binding those mephitic clog hoppers. Oh, God, I just can't start the day without breaking a few bones in my feet. <laughs> Don't talk to me before I've broken my foot in the morning. <laughs> now, if Quite the girl sick. had larger feet, oh no! Sometimes they'd put like tile fragments or glass shards into what? the bindings. What? To deliberately cause infections oh. so that the toes could be removed oh. once they began to uh. rot. No. Because that made for a much shorter foot and you had had a lot more, less, or I guess less space to work with, which is what you were going for. I already knew about foot biting and this is bothering me more than I thought it would. Hang <laughs> on until we can find some rats to chew those troublemakers yeah. off. Go visit a leper colony for a few days. Really make your feet beautiful. You want to keep that foot in the snow for a good 10 hours. <laughs> it took about 12 years of keeping the foot constantly bound for it to really fix into shape. Only to marry a guy that's not into feet. <laughs> now you're ready for marriage. <laughs> and yeah, that was it was uh, it was a marriage thing. These women could walk. Um, <laughs> it was painful yeah, for yeah. the rest of their life. It was painful. Uh, I, I should say for the rest of their lives. Some of these women are still alive and they could not walk, walk very far or very fast. Ugh. Well, yeah, I could walk very far fast if I was walking on my hands everywhere either. <laughs> You're walking on your toe knuckles. <laughs> God, no. It started with the wealthy, but it sort of drifted down through the classes because if you wanted to marry up and eventually if you wanted to marry Ugh. at all, you uh, you needed your feet bound. Keep it in the wealthy. Poor people, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you we have can't afford problems. hammers, but we do have rocks. <laughs> Ugh, no, I'm thinking about it. I hate it. I have a hard enough time just finding shoes for my regular feet. <laughs> this my daughter looks like the top five. of Boogie Boogie's head. <laughs> it's hard to think about doing that to a child. Yeah, no kidding. Even if I didn't have a daughter who was five, it would <laughs> well, be. But like, I have I have direct context. Well, like you said, it's not like they were feet. like numbing it with anything that we would have these days if we practiced such a thing. <laughs> no, more of a bite down on a piece of leather yeah, thing. Even. <laughs> Oh, With God. your three teeth. Honey, stop screaming. This is high fashion. You're going to thank me one day when you have an, an okay husband. Rebellious <laughs> teenagers. I'm not breaking my foot anymore, Mom. Yeah, I was reading like stories. They did some oral histories from women who are still alive who had this done. And one told a story of like having it done. And the justification was that she would make a good marriage as Ugh. a result. And she ended up married to an opium addict who oh, lost hey. all their money. <laughs> Glad I did this to my feet for you, honey. <laughs> I went with the worst one first. Let's all, oh, good. you know, just shake out the heebie-jeebies and, and yeah. move on. <sighs> to neck elongation. Oh, no. Oh, 
So elongation of the neck with neck rings goes back to about the 11th century. Wow. It's uh, not quite as old as foot binding, but it's uh, it's been around for a while. It's actually done in a few different places, most notably Myanmar and the N- sorry the Ndebele tribe in Africa. Mm-hmm. In Myanmar, it starts early again with girls as young as five being fitted for their first neck ring. They start at about four point five pounds, and by the time you have a full set, it's over twenty pounds. Wow. <sighs> Strong shoulders. Yeah. Well, we'll get into the shoulders. Thanks for the necklace, Mom. Where, where's the clasp for when I want to take it off? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little unclear to me if it starts at the same time in Africa because there was a note that uh, the, they are given as a sign of faithfulness to a husband. Huh. The, the rings or the necks? The rings. <laughs> Here you go. And then, but then you're all floppy necks. You don't have any. God. <laughs> so these rings do not lengthen your neck. Okay. Oh. They lower your collarbones. Ah, good, All right. good, yes. <laughs> Decrease they, your lung capacity very slowly. <laughs> well, they actually cause the position of the rib cage to shift yeah. as well. Really? Typically, the rib cage and collarbones shift approximately 45 degrees below where they would normally be in the body. Wow. Um, it also causes the shoulders to slope forward and weakens the n- muscles in the neck because ah. you don't use them. Yeah. Beautiful. Interestingly, there's some pain involved initially, but they're not so much n- noticed, according to women, in the long term. There's it's like not- braces. You do it a little bit at a time. But um, you can't take them off very easily because yeah. you can't hold your neck up. <laughs> I was saying, you're like Bart from that uh, Halloween special. <laughs> they're not actually getting taller then. They're just sort of changing the position of things. Yes. They, okay. they stay the same height, just their shoulders get lower, essentially. Go, go ahead and shift my rib cage down so you can poke me in my, my occipital pillory and kill uh, me. Good word <laughs> use. I learned it from Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get punched in the stomach because now it's all armored. You don't know where my center of gravity is. <laughs> <laughs> there are some uh, other health issues involved long term, mostly chafing. And um, I saw some instances of because you can't get under the neck, under the rings to, you know, clean and stuff. So there were oh, some yeah. instances of mold Ooh. growing on the skin. Goodness. Neck rot. <laughs> we'll have to amputate the... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> this tradition is sort of becoming less frequent and well-practiced, but there is one thing that's keeping it popular with some... Anyone want to guess? TikTok. They want to look like Candace from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do with the internet. Close. Tourism. Oh. People want to get their picture taken with, as they call them, the giraffe women. <laughs> so can make money. With their purple okay. tongues and horns. <laughs> Thanks, white people. <laughs> Think of how much more money you could make if you could hold your head up. Also, you can't tilt your head back, so you only could drink through a straw. Really long straws. A crazy straw. <laughs> you sneeze like a train horn. <laughs> oh, here comes that sneeze. <laughs> you, can watch, you can watch it just vibrate up the neck. <laughs> Rattling the, the necklaces. So to wrap it up, I figured we'd hit on a lot of, oh, look at all the stupid things people used to do. So <laughs> We're so much we're better g- now. <laughs> we're going to talk about some relatively recent innovations in body modifications. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two that are 
closely related and just maybe it's just me, but uh, they they make me twitch. No, no shade to people who want this done. Teach me First, to be beautiful. Eye tattoos. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard of this. <laughs> this is uh, dying the white part of the eye. The man who invented it, Cobra. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I'll get Joe. <laughs> this is a weird way to stop GI Joe. <laughs> Destro, come in here. <laughs> Tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> I can't see your eyes, sir. <laughs> Damn it. You wear that silver mask and what you've done is just. It says he spent two years perfecting the technique and apparently felt really nervous about it for the yeah. first five. Oh, man. Five? We're time to start human trials. <laughs> Ideally, the needle goes through the membrane that covers your eye and no deeper. Yeah. Ideally. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't look to the right. And it injects a bit of dye. And even this, done perfectly, can cause chronic inflammation. Because I I don't know if you guys have tattoos, but mine were kind of crusty for a little bit. You had to put stuff on them. You're going to need some eye drops. Scratch those eye scabs. (laughs) Oh, no. But if the needle misses and injects the dye deeper, it can lead to retinal detachment, Uh infection, (laughs) permanent damage to the cells that allow you to see... (laughs) Seeing everything as blue for the rest of your life. <laughs> so in other words, blindness. Yeah. And the the part you're trying to puncture is one millimeter thick. Oh, so, wow. you know, oh, good. Good. thread that needle. Did I mention I'm not a doctor? Anyway, here we go. <laughs> oh, I had a lot of coffee today. You said you wanted to look like an X-Files character, huh? <laughs> so I'm going to show you a picture of a botched job. Botched. I, I trust you, Cobra, with my life. <laughs> oh, uh, no. La, 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 la. Looks like she has literally a black eye. It looks like she got photoshopped. (laughs) It's like a tulip grew out of her head around her eye. (laughs) So in this case, the person doing it injected too much dye in not enough places. Mm. She was weeping purple for days. (laughs) And then... uh, Willy Wonka was trying to recruit her. It didn't settle the way it was supposed to. And uh, according to her, she is at risk of blindness. Well, it looks like it's swollen in odd places. Yeah. And it got a moonball textured eye. (laughs) It was interesting to read the interviews with Cobra, who is not the one who did this botch job, I will. (laughs) (laughs) That's his name. (laughs) You be my legs, and I'll tattoo your eye. (laughs) (laughs) But he invented this, and like most of the interview with, with him was like, Anytime someone contacts me about this, I try to talk them out of it. I'm like, I maybe wear some like contacts. It. Have you ever heard of Icarus? He starts a conversation. <laughs> I'm like the Oppenheimer of tattoos. <laughs> and he added, uh, I like this little quote for him, from him where he says, when someone wants a black eyeball and they have dark brown yep. irises, I warn them they're going to scare the crap out of everybody forever. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell where they're looking and it's off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit harder to interact with someone like that. <laughs> yeah, no. I I remember when you guys came up here for PAX one year, Alex got dressed up and she put in black contact lenses. So like mm-hmm. her entire eye was black. And like, I knew what she was doing. She told <laughs> me what she was doing. And then she did it. And I never got used to it the entire day. Like every time she looked at me, I was just like, oh, oh, right. <laughs> like Demon. Oh. It's, just, it's just your wife. <laughs> 
because apparently eyes make me twitch, we're going to do another eye one for the other body modification. Eye piercings. Eye piercings. <laughs> oh, ah! man. That was a joke. <laughs> my juices. This one will definitely <laughs> cause blindness. <laughs> so this is similar to uh, the eye tattoo, except of instead of injecting dye, they make a little <laughs> slit in the membrane and tuck in a fun little piece of jewelry. Oh, How do you close your eyes? I call it the Phineas Gage. Come here. <laughs> well, they go, they're pretty flat, but people who have had it done do say they feel like they have something in their eye on account of the fact that they, they have in something eye. in their eye. <laughs> no. Oh, I hate Why? that. Uh, you said it was going to get better, Kelly. <laughs> my eyes would Bring back the feet. You lied to me. <laughs> Don't you look fancy with a cute little <laughs> diamond or heart in your eye? No. You know how when you like when you shine like a light at people's eyes, you can see the reflection of the retinas. Imagine how creepy that's going to be to see two things shining back at you. <laughs> Sorry, like, I'm a reptilian. Thulu coming out of the darkness at you. My father was a jumping spider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My father was a rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> So like eye tattoos, these come with a risk of infection, eye bleeding, and blindness. Yeah. And just looking so fancy for the club. Can you replace the jewelry, or do you really have to know what you want? Oh, no, you're committed. (laughs) I mean, I guess you could have someone cut your eye back open and dig it out. (laughs) Just get a really powerful magnet and just hold it up to your face. Oh, God. Oh, my cat scan. No! Adam, Adam, these people basically volunteered for that horrible scene from Dead Space 2. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> but cosmetically. So, let's hear your fashion stories, uh, close my it, Andy. fashionable I can't look friends. Hold on, I have to minimize these eyes. <laughs> uh, I've never done anything like that. I, I, we know a guy that made a ladder of his penis. What? <laughs> he did bar piercings like all oh, the way down. Like a xylophone. <laughs> so he didn't kind install of. a second one and then bridge the two. <laughs> Ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> that's what he'd say and i can't imagine it being you know fun and he did it himself oh good i mean speaking of doing stuff to eyes like i knew a guy in nuke school who like couldn't hear about any sort of eye procedure he would like pass out oh. and he was in the stall in the bathroom at the bath in the bathroom and for some reason two people came in to use the bathroom and they were talking about some sort of eye surgery they had and they just hear, Oof, and he, he passed out in the stall of the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, two guys talking, he's like, well, it's all in the eye of the beholder. And he's like, ooh. ooh. So you're going to send him a link to this episode? <laughs> yeah, of course. That man's name, Sergeant Nuke School. <laughs> the only thing that like really jumps out at me was when I was in high school, someone I knew that was I worked with who was in college got a tattoo and it was like this new innovative tattoo where they basically put this like flexible tinfoil material and then like lasered it onto your skin. So you had like a shiny tattoo, Ooh. which it looked terrible. Like it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't smooth. So it wasn't like chrome. It was like crumpled tinfoil on your skin. Filigreed. Yeah. And <laughs> and I remember thinking, I'm like, wow, I don't know that I would sign up for this. Like if it was brand new, like I, I'd let that get vetted a little bit first. Yeah. No and then I've, I've never seen it again. <laughs> so apparently it did not go well. Cobra's early attempts. Yeah. At <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of dumb fashions come and go and come again. Remember so... hypercolored t-shirts <laughs> where, where if you got even slightly sweaty, it like it pointed out all the places you were sweating. <laughs> 
I don't know. I've never been much into fashion. Like I found my style in like the mid nineties. <laughs> I haven't really changed since I probably should because I'm getting kind of <laughs> old now, but yeah, it's like, I, I don't really think about it or worry about it. Like it doesn't really bother me. The only thing that I think is like, you, you shouldn't be uncomfortable for the sake of fashion. If you can right. help it. Like when I see a woman, I've got bad news for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when I see a woman in like really, you know, high heeled stiletto shoes, I don't think, damn, those are some sexy legs. I think you must be so painful right now. On some Crocs. Do you want to sit down? Yeah, I, I, I'm in Sean's same boat as I pretty much found. Yeah. Like T-shirt, pants, you know. We just go mostly for comfort these days. And all days. I mean, I think I wore sweatpants and sweatshirts until I was like 12. Like it's just, <laughs> the comfort has always come miles before fashion. I mean, I got married in flats, so yeah, <laughs> not one to suffer for beauty. Well, it's always what we were watching a uh, next in fashion where all these people make these wonderful designs. And I was like, I wonder how much it costs for any single one of these. Like this shirt is made up of a bunch of shirts and I'm going to charge you $1,500 to rent it. <laughs> yeah, That's but those aren't, is- those aren't intended for like other than like red carpet they're not intended so much for wear as to be like an idea that fashion grows out of like high fashion filters down into ready to wear it's not supposed to be ready to wear it's a seed of fashion you know i hear that a lot but like i don't know that i've ever seen something on a runway show and then a few years later saw something even <laughs> remotely reminded me no. of that in you know, I have, because you see, like, if you follow the same designer, they yeah. have a ready-to-wear mm. line, and mm. the ready-to-wear line usually reflects the okay. high-fashion line. I just don't keep track of it that closely, I guess. <laughs> and, and that's the next thing, is I've never had enough money to keep up with fashion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I buy most of my clothes at Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm at Target and Walmart most of the time. Ad- Adam and his, sh- his this shirt is still fine. It somewhat clings to my body by a thread. No, no, there, there's, there's different phases of t-shirt this one this one's good because i just got it then it'll get holes in it then it becomes a stay-at-home or work shirt not not out going out for work but like work around the say, house or yard what's what is there besides stay at home and work <laughs> it's not it's going to the club shirt Sean. Uh, yeah there's like sleeping shirts there's this, nobody sees me in the shirt except the people i live with there's once just it, come once hither it's shirt. To, once it's not able to be on a hanger anymore then we throw it out <laughs> we've had to release moths into adam's house <laughs> We ready for what are your morals worth? Oh boy, there's Go a lot of it. stuff in this. How much to get your eyes done? Which Twelve done? trillion dollars. Which I'm letting done? you pick. You can get them dyed or pierced. How long does it have to be pierced? Um, <laughs> I mean, as we discussed, it's meant to be permanent. But Kinda I'm going like to say you can get it out after a year. How much tattooing do I need? Ooh, yeah. Uh, the the all the white. Oh, oh God. A, I've always wanted a freckle on my eyes. So. <laughs> yeah, I need a beauty mark on my eyeball. <laughs> but you Is can this pick being the done color. by a professional? Yes. Cobra. <laughs> it's being done by Cobra himself. He now, is a professional. Move. <laughs> See, I'm going to have to go with the tattooing because I hate having things in my eyes. Yeah. And you're going to have to knock me out. I mean, yeah. And I want to know the color. <sighs> What's the best color for frightening children? If you do red, it won't show as much that your eyes are bleeding. <laughs> You'll just look like you're injured all the time. Only the tears give away the blood. <laughs> Can I do like a spiral so it looks like I have hypnotism eyes? That's pretty No, because cool. it's not a tattoo. It's just a like a, a flood of ink. Oh, I thought they were doing like design. No, if you want a design, you're going to have to go with the uh, 
Cobra's the, still working on that. The <laughs> piercing. Here at the Imagineer shop. Target work. <laughs> Once again, I, I, I mean, the, when I go to the optometrist, the guy can't, I, like, they try to use that machine that measures your, like, your pressure, and he can't use it on me because my eyes don't stay open for that. The little blow machine? Yeah. Like, poo. <laughs> Does this bug you? Poo. <laughs> well, you get, like, Valium and laughing gas. You'll be fine. <laughs> God. This is a good state to be in while getting my I'm, eyes. Yeah, I don't want to be messy. giggling when there's a needle next to my eye. <laughs> Give yourself a nice twilight sleep so you're here, but God. you won't remember it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any way, any color that I could put on my whites that would make them look cool. And like, they all sound <laughs> lame to me. Yeah, they all sound a little try hard. I, I think I'm going to have to go with the piercing just because I can get it out after a year. That's going to be a long year. Ugh. Make my eyes neon green. I was, gonna, I was thinking like something that like glows in the dark, maybe. You want something that complements your your irises. Yeah, I want them. I want them, my eyes to pop. Not literally, mind <laughs> you. <They're> going to <laughs> <laughs> too much ink. <laughs> Say my eyes are gray, so it's just like <laughs> what brings out the gray in your eyes? Gray goes with everything. Yeah. Careful what you say to Cobra when you're on the operating table. <laughs> <laughs> he will inflate you. <laughs> air in the eyeball okay and it's gonna cost you a billion dollars i don't want it near my eyes no i don't want this at all and i need to be unconscious yeah i have touchy enough eyes as it is like i always feel like there's sand in my eye so like actually having sand in my eye i feel like it'll make wearing contacts hard yeah. maybe eventually your eye will spit out a pearl <laughs> yeah God, no. i think it does as i've got a sty right now that i'm gonna have to go get cut out it's the closest thing i get man jewelry yeah they're gonna need to chloroform me and throw a bag over my head and then once once i have my eyes totally dyed green they'll throw me out onto the street with 12 million dollars <laughs> but it's like adam needs the bag over his head because he can't know where you live <laughs> I, yeah. will, I will find you <laughs> i've got 12 million dollars and a lot of time <laughs> i will hire liam neeson as <laughs> soon as i can see again <laughs> And also, like, I know from experience that when my eyes are not feeling great, like, I feel like I've got crap in my eyes and they hurt. Like, it just brings my whole mood down. Like, I feel <laughs> tired and cranky and it's just like, it's going to be a, just a year of that. So I can't even, I can't even watch somebody use eye drops because it makes my eyes water. <laughs> <laughs> even thinking about it right now is kind of doing it. The water hits their eye and your eye goes, <laughs> uh, uh. Out. Uh, but I think I get 500,000. I bet I could do 500. I'll undercut Andy at five million. One billion dollars. I need Doctor Evil amounts. What are you getting in your eye? Neon green. Well, something smooth. You <laughs> should just do smooth? like a little gem, or not a gem, but like no. a little flat. Like they do, like little hearts and stars. Like yeah. they do a shape. I want yeah. it to look like my favorite pog from when I was in sixth oh. grade. <laughs> Get a little jewelry about the uh, like that looks like the magic penis, so they can't give you the evil eye. It's like a tiny slammer in his eye. I don't want a penis in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> just get the words if you can read this you're too close yeah <laughs> Ooh, get the uh get the eye of sauron yeah I, I think i'd do the piercing i'd also do something like a little shape i think three million just like a, a <laughs> i like stars do a star wow Ooh, or a feather no that doesn't make sense for an eye we'll go with star those you pick two shapes that have nothing but points on the end <laughs> God. Oh, a nice circle yeah all right. I think that's it for this week. Thank you for joining me. Bye. Bye. I.